This episode is brought to you by Factor Meals. It certainly is because eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. If you're somebody like me who cannot cook to save their little lives, it's a game changer. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to eat in, wait for it, just two minutes. Plus, you'll have over 35 options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. You can pick from two minute meals where you can fuel up fast with Factor's restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. With pancakes, smoothies, and more, discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. And Factor Meals are ready to heat and eat. They're ready. There's no prepping. There's no cooking. There's no chopping up veggies. None of that stuff. If you're like me and you're busy, whack on a podcast, whack these in, and they're ready to go. Nothing for you to do. No cleanup either. And the great thing is it's flexible for your schedule. So you can get as much or as little as you need when choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime if anything changes. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. So sign up and save. Factor is less expensive than takeaway and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. So head to factormeals.com slash TWTW50 and use code TWTW50 to get 50% off. That's code TWTW50 at factormeals.com slash TWTW50 to get 50% off. Hello, I'm Grongy Maguire and this is Chantelle Viducin Pate. Hello. bonded over our love of reminiscing about weird celebrity couples. The ones no one would believe happened if Google wasn't there to back it up. We want you to join us as we remember when love was young, times were simpler, and we really thought that Angelina and Billy Bob Thornton were going to make it. Every week we're joined by a celebrity guest to discuss the showbiz romance they never got over. So take our hand and stroll down memory lane with us as we remember the the way they were. Bonjour, Chadelle. Happy Valentine's, Grania. How are you? I'm feeling full of love. It's the season. It's the reason for the season. It's the reason for the season. And this isn't just a special Valentine's Day episode. Mm-mm. What's special about this episode, Chantel? It's just me and you, our Valentine's. And Aww. it's our lasting gift to you that has to last you for another couple of months. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a box of chocolates this episode. You could just have one chocolate. You could actually break it down. We go through 10 relationships. So you could actually spread this out over the next uh, few months because we are, what are we doing? Like, like little, like like little Charlie Bookish. Remember his one yearly bar of chocolate, and he made that Make last. It last. Break off little chunks of this throughout the next few months. Because let him tell listeners, tell them, Grania. It's the last episode of this season of the podcast. Mm-hmm. For everything, there is a season. For everything, and don't worry, everyone. We are coming back to you. We're coming back to you at the beginning of April, just when you need us on Good Friday. 
on April 7th. We'll be back in your ears with a brand new season ready for you. So don't worry, we're not gone for long. And like I said, this episode, I mean, it took me forever to say everything I had to say in it. So I'm sure it could take you that long to listen to it. It's a very special episode. When we recorded it, it was a little while ago. And luckily, there hasn't been a great deal of updates in this boy's life, aside from he shaved his head. So who knows what this could lead to. But relationship-wise, as far as we know, things haven't changed. So there you go. There's your up-to-date update. So this episode is a little Valentine's from us to you. And just to say thank you so much for everybody who's like supported the podcast and listened to it over the past year. We really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for everybody who's like taking the time to leave reviews or contact us. Please do keep spreading the word and really look after yourself and don't break up with anybody because we will be back. We will be. Good Friday. We have some big plans for you. Look forward to seeing you guys again soon. So look forward to the end of Lent. <laughs> yeah, when we see you, it'll be all we'll warm be and back. sunny again as well. Yeah, gorgeous. So now here we are, the, you... our favourite guests ever. We can say that definitely the best guests we've ever yeah. had this week. It's just Chantelle and Gronia. The, the way they were. Hi, Gronia. Hi, Chantelle. <laughs> How are you? I'm just so happy to be here. I'm a big fan of the pod. Thank so, you for uh, coming on. We're so glad you found time on your busy schedule to join <laughs> us. We're doing things a bit differently here this week, listeners, if you haven't already noticed. For our special Valentine slash 50th episode special, it is just the Chantal and Grania show. And to really flip the script, I am in charge this week. Grania is the one in the dark. She has no idea who we're talking about today. <laughs> Do you have any idea at all? Do you have any hints? It's all my choice. Grania's totally in the dark with what today what we're doing. So what do you think? Who do you think's coming up? I just like, oh my God. To be able to record a, a podcast and not have to do any research whatsoever. Welcome to my I, life. It's great, oh, isn't it? It's so good. <laughs> but it, it feels, yeah, I, I feel quite like discombobulated. I'm a bit of a control freak. So I'm just going to have fun. Uh, I'm going to have to just like enjoy it and be like, okay, that's fun. Okay. Yeah, no. <laughs> I wouldn't have done this. You didn't look up the. Okay, great. So you didn't do the extra work. All right, Chantal. Fine. No, no, you do you. You do you. That's how the Americas do it, I guess. Not quite as well. Great. It's going to be that vibe, I can tell. By the way, the producer has just reminded me it's actually our 51st episode, not our 50th, because that's what we do here. Anyone yeah. could do a 50th episode, but why not do a 51st episode? It's a bit more fun. Yeah. yeah. We're on to the road to 100 already. Right, so, Grania. So, I I suspect it's going to be Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid. I would love to do Meg Ryan and Dennis Quaid. If anyone is listening who Uh, is a big fan of the Instagram, I did a whole story on Meg Ryan's birthday with endless photos and pictures of her and Dennis Quaid. They're an underrated couple. We are not doing them today. Okay. But to any uh, future guests listening, please do. Because then we get to get Russell Crowe. Oh, There's so much Russell to do. Got, and then we get Randy oh. Quaid pops in for a bit with his wackiness. So I'd love to do them, but we are not doing them okay. today. I can tell you, in <laughs> fact, I will tell you this. I figured it's the special. It's for Valentine's. And sure, I could pick, you know, my favorite couple to do. Obviously, it'd be Angeline and Billy Bob. But we've had Angeline a few times, and I want someone else to pick that. And it's a bit too obvious. Um, I could pick a classic old couple. But again, what if a guest chooses this? This is a problem I kept coming up against. I don't want to pick a couple that a guest might choose. So I went really off-piste, Grania. And I thought, it's Valentine's Day. What is Valentine's Day about? It's about Cupid. Cupid is giving love to everyone. So I thought, rather than picking a couple, I'm picking a person 
who has had a very storied romantic history. Okay? So, I'm going to give you some clues as to who this person is. Okay? Okay. Are you with me? I'm fascinated. Okay. This person was born in the year 1993. So, cast your mind back. Oh, my God. It was the year that Whitney Houston declared, I will always love you. It was the year the first Beanie Babies hit the market. Bill Clinton was inaugurated as the 40th president of the United States, and then nothing else of interest happened during his presidency. But also that year, <laughs> this person was born, and my clues, my clues to help you guess this person's name are as follows. It's really difficult to do clues for a name. I hope for this person's sake that... Goliath, the nephew to the only sibling of Goliath's nemesis, okay. doesn't get upset for this person's sake. Now, break that down. The nephew to the only sibling of Goliath's nemesis. Who is Goliath's nemesis? Oh, my God. The little lad. Goliath is the big lad. <laughs> The you can lad. get this. If you get who that oh, is, you no, can, I think it's not working. Okay. Um, Come on, Grania. Oh, God. Give me a letter. Give me a letter. D. Davis and Goliath. Okay. Of course. So, of the course. nephew to the only sibling of David. Okay. So, what would oh, be. Oh, it's, it's one of the Beckham kids. No. It's one of the. No. <laughs> nope. It is not. But you're close. Where were you going with that? The okay, nephew to the only sibling is who's say the word say the who is who is Goliath's nemesis say it David okay and then say the word of what his only sibling's nephew would be called it would be his oh my god Grania <laughs> niece David niece <laughs> no oh my god what is a nephew to someone what is my nephew to me who is related to me via my nephew what is my nephew it's my brother's son correct yeah brother's son so if if what is <laughs> so if david has only one sibling who is their nephew it's his son correct his son so it's david's this son davidson pete davidson thank you thank you oh my god <laughs> My God, how did Abby, we go please from, delete all of that. How did we go from David and Goliath to Pete Davidson? It works, David's son, and it's for his sake, oh for Pete's sake. God. Now you know how tough it is when you give me the clues. And you, you kind of said clues. the king of Staten Island himself. I was going to go with king of Staten Island, but I thought that was too easy. I thought this would be more fun. Oh my God, I think I need a little lie down. So, okay, Pete Davidson, amazing, amazing, amazing. We're doing Pete Davidson because we okay. figure he is the well, Cupid. Well, we, would, we wouldn't be the only one. We wouldn't be the only one. We have essentially, we have 10 relationships to get through. Oh, my God. So we have essentially 10 episodes. We're ramming in to one episode to celebrate the King of Staten Island, the nephew to the Goliath's nemesis only <laughs> son, for his sake, Pete Davidson. Now, when I say Pete Davidson to you, Grania, what do you think about? What do you think of? I think of teeth. I think of big gawky smile. I think of a hoodie. I think of tattoos. Mm -hmm. I think of a vape pen. Okay. 
and I think of like paparazzi pictures. Paparazzi pictures. Okay. How much do you know about Pete Davidson? I Outside think of too, his relationships. I honestly think too much. I think he's not like... <laughs> no, this thing about Pete Davidson, I'll be honest. I've always... Okay, I've, I found... He's a bit like Rita Ora. In that I never felt we had a choice whether he was famous or not. Okay. I think about five years ago, we were just told... This guy is amazing. And I felt like I quite like SNL. I'm not like Americans. I know Americans are obsessed with it. It's like, it's fine. Of all the cast members, mm-hmm. I've never warm to him I've always found it a bit smug and his thing like oh yeah I'm really cool and I just think your your stand up isn't that good but you seem to just be famous okay what are your thoughts about him is in relationships he's the classic male comedian where it's he goes on stage and he's all like oh I'm such a mess up oh I'm my life's you know oh god nobody likes me I'm a disaster and innocent women in the audience go oh I quite like him oh I actually oh my god he'd be so great oh my god he's so gawky looking but I actually he'd be so grateful oh I'm the only one who finds him hot but oh my god he'll love that everyone finds him hot Well, I can give you some background on Pete Davidson, okay? Are you excited we're doing this, by the way? Oh, I'm just thinking, 10 relationships, this must just cover six months in his life. Yeah, literally. (laughs) And that's not even the the relationship with his tattoo waters, which is his biggest relationship, I would say. So he was born November 16th, 1993. Now, I did not do the star sign for him and every single girl on this. So we're going to have to go without the star okay. signs. We're going anti. There's, a, there's enough to get through here without, uh, without astrology taking up our time. He was born November 16th, 1993 in Staten Island. Um, do you know about his father? That's probably the most famous yeah. story. His father was a firefighter, um, Scott, who did tragically die in 9-11 when Pete was only seven years old. This is a huge, obviously, foundational part of uh, Pete Davidson's life in general. He, wasn't, he didn't do very well in school. He was bullied a lot. But, you know, that worked into his comedy. He's very, very, very close with his mom. But he began acting out uh, not soon after his father passed away, 9-11. He would pull his hair out in school a lot. Uh, he would get in trouble a lot. He had a tough time in school. When he was about 16, he was at a bowling alley in Staten Island with a lot of his friends, and there was a comedy show happening, and one of them dared him to go on stage to try stand-up, which is what he did, and little 16-year-old Pete Davidson tried stand-up, and he loved it. He got super into it. He started doing it all around New York. You can find an incredible interview with little tiny baby Pete Davidson. He was an amazing little kid. He rose pretty quickly, and he auditioned for SNL. And got it at only age 20. And he's also the first cast member to be put on SNL who's born in the 90s. So it was a really big deal. He's one of the youngest. He wasn't the youngest. I think Eddie Murphy is still the youngest. But he's bloody close. So he gets it. He's on there. He does a few roasts. That gets him really big as well. The Justin Bieber roast famously. He did a joke about Snoop Dogg and Kevin Hart and their film Soul Plane and how that was the worst. Watching that film was the worst thing that ever happened to him in his whole life involving a plane, which was a great joke. (laughs) And um, he's now kind of coming up as this wacky guy on SNL. He looks like nobody else. Does the weekend update. Kind of makes fun of himself. Here we are. Okay. Sort of 2015 is 2016 is where he's really kind of rising up. Interestingly, his first SNL episode was September 27th, 2014. Can you guess who the musical guest was on that show? I'm just going to... Was it Kanye? Nope. It was Ariana Grande. (gasps) 
So she's obviously going to come back into the fore, but that is officially when they technically could have first met was all the way back in 2014. But before we get there, it's time for us to start on the relationship trajectory of Pete Davidson. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Now, this starts in 2015, which would make him 21 when this begins. So I can't tell you who he dated before this. I haven't got another three hours to go through of his high school relationships. We're starting at 21. He's still packed. He's not even 30 yet. So 2015. 2015 is a good one. It's when he's dating his first girlfriend, who is Carly Aquilino, who's a Long Island comedian. There's not a lot to say about their relationship. I'm being really honest. They just had a nice time together. They got along really well. She was a Long Island comedian. He was a Staten Island comedian, New York kids. They speak very highly of each other now. He says great things. She was in his movie, The King of Staten Island. They get along great. They had about a year relationship from about 2015 till about 2016. She's actually the one that he's with when he gets the call saying he's on SNL. He was visiting her in San Diego when she was doing comedy, and that's when he gets the phone call saying I was on SNL, which I think must have been a hint to her that this is going to end now (laughs) because he's going to become a massive star. Could I just... It is a testament to him as a boyfriend that Mm -hmm. if they're both starting out at the same time and he rockets to, you know, being one of the biggest TV shows... And she still speaks well of him and she hasn't like retconned it in her brain that he was always a bit of a a shit. Not at all. He said in his interview two years ago, I think in 2020, he had the interview. It was just after, just sort of just after the whole Ariana thing happened. And in that, he's, he asked about Carly. He's, oh my God, I love Carly. We hang out all the time. We're still great friends. And she says that about him. They just... Stayed, and to be honest, I haven't done all this research. That's kind of a case with pretty much no one has a really de- bad thing to say about him in the end, with the exception perhaps of his next girlfriend after Carly. But okay. not necessarily, but in the end, she comes up positive. But the first one for each of these, Grania, we're going to be asking you <laughs> who won the split, <laughs> who thrived, and who survived. You got nine of these to get through. So, in the great breakup of Carly Aquilino, a com- comedian I think you've just heard of for the first time, and Pete Davidson, who thrived and who merely survived? Uh, I hate to say this to another female comedian, but I'm going to have to say she survived. And because he just got cast in SNL, he possibly won that I think he won I think he did I think it's fair to say although romantically speaking I feel like she had a much more a less tumultuous few years ahead of her but still I think it's safe to say that he um he definitely thrived so then we move on to his next relationship can you guess who it's with I so I've got I know one is coming up so I don't know if we've got to her yet but I'm gonna guess Cassie Davis. That's right, Cassie ah. Davis. His that is correct. His first nepo of his first nepo baby of three. He dates three nepo babies in total. Oh my! This boy. is the first of three. Now this is quite an intense one to get into because the crossover between you know who he dates after Cassie David famously Miss mm-hmm. Ariana Grande and the crossover of Cassie and Ariana is fuzzy. Is putting it lightly. It's very intense. <laughs> the dates are kind of bananas so this whole relationship up until this point is it's a very tumultuous relationship they first meet technically when larry david hosts snl in 2015 right october 17th larry david hosts snl apparently kazzy comes with him to the snl party afterwards oh if anyone doesn't know by the way do you know who kazzy david is the daughter of 
Grania? Well, so, okay. I, I Again, I spent too much time on the internet. From what I know, Cassie David, obviously her dad is Larry David. Creator of Curb Your of... Enthusiasm and a little show called Seinfeld. Never heard of it. And she... Oh, and maybe no. I don't know her at all. Blah oh, blah no. blah. My impression of her okay. is Uh-oh. just one of these like New York, LA cool girls who like gets a book deal as like their 18th birthday present. So I'm I a little <laughs> bit. Mm. I don't mind Kathy David. I actually think she seems like quite a fun girl i think i'd quite like her i think we would actually get along with her yeah i also don't disagree with anything you just said her and pete have a uh about two year long relationship during that time he gets a tattoo of a self-portrait she drew of herself when she was five he gets a tattoo of her name on his hand his tattoo situation at the time is nowhere near what it is now he has some but he's just slowly started the tattoo process okay um, in 2016, they go pretty official. During this time, he has said since that he had quite a few issues while they were together. Mm-hmm. He had some, and I quote, mental breakdowns, freakouts, and blind rages is how he put it during their relationship. He's since been, I don't know if our listeners are aware, uh, he's been very open about his mental health struggles. He has borderline personality disorder. He suffers from depression. He's on medication. He sees two therapists a week. He's very open about this stuff, but as a result of this young age or this young relationship, it was seemed very intense, to put it lightly. She made it sound like she was manipulated quite a lot, gaslit almost a lot. She comes out in the end very happy for him and very much, we're great friends, I love you, Pete, it's wonderful. So they're fine, but during the relationship, I think it was very rollercoastery and very... I think her being her friend would have been exhausting <laughs> during the time oh that God. she was with Pete Davidson. But they're together at this time. Everything's fine. Now, here's where the dates come into play. Okay. Bear with me on these dates, right? Because the Ariana crossover is about to happen in 2018. We can hear her whistle tone over the Somewhere hills. across the world, Ariana, who's also in a two-year, also very up-and-down relationship with the musician Mac Miller. Do you know who Mac Miller is? Could you explain to our listeners so who Mac, Mac Miller is? So Mac Miller was a rapper. Mm-hmm. God, I sound like my mom. He, was, mm-hmm. he used to do rap songs. He also had lots of tattoos and he also mm-hmm. struggled quite a bit with mental health issues. He did. And he sadly has since passed away. We'll get to that later. But him and Ariana are in a very, very similar timeline as Cassie and Pete. They've been together for about two years. And around that time is May 3rd, Coachella. Cassie Uh-oh. David. Cassie David posts a picture of her and Pete on May 3rd in Coachella. Okay. Okay. May 7th. Bear with me. She's still with Pete. Ariana is apparently still with Mac. May 7th is the Met Gala. This was the year that the theme was Heavenly Bodies. Ariana wore the famous Sistine Chapel dress, if you remember. That night, Ariana Grande hosted an after party at the Airbnb she was at. She invited Pete Davidson to that party. She liked the look of him. And she Mm -hmm. wanted him to come to the party. Now, this is May 7th. We find this out way at about a year later during interviews. But the timeline of it is that May 7th, they're at this party. And at the end of the party, according to Pete in an interview, everyone else left. It was just him and Ariana. And this is where they share their first kiss. He's technically still with Cassie. She is technically still with Mac Miller. May 8th, she officially breaks up with Mac Miller. Apparently, between May, bear with me, May 7th and May 17th, at some point, Cassie David 
breaks up with Pete Davidson. She then regrets this, calls him back a few days later and says, I'm so sorry, I want to reconcile. He says, and I quote, I'm the happiest I've ever been. I don't want to get back together with you. <laughs> he then sends her a dump text, an official text saying, we are completely over. He confirms the split on May 16th. On May 17th, he posts a picture on his Instagram where all his tattoos, her name is covered up. Now, we watching it weren't aware of this, but she's watching this. He's posted a tattoo where her name used to be. It's now covered. The picture of her is now covered. And in place of her name is a cloud. And the cloud is also the same tattoo that Ariana Grande has in her finger. So it's now been four days, and he's already covered up his ex-girlfriend's tattoo and gotten a tattoo of the girl that we don't even know he's dating yet, but he is dating. Are you with me? Oh, my God. So go on. Talk to me about what you're thinking so far. Okay. <laughs> what I'm thinking is this sounds exactly like the sort of like fan fiction I would yep. have written about my life, what it was going to be like when I was about 11. It yeah. would be like Coachella. I wouldn't have known what Coachella was, but it's very like we got together at a Glastonbury and then... Oh, we went to the Met Ball, and that, that's when I kissed him. It's giving me real sort of gossip girl. It's very vibes. much that. They both, if, it's really interesting, because we're now into, that's the, the, the crossover is still happening, but technically we're now moving into the Ariana mode, which is probably the most intense and chaotic part of this entire episode that we're doing here today. And because of what Ariana had just been through with Mac Miller and because of what seemed like a very similarly, not quite as much, but similar relationship he, that Pete had had with Cassie, looking back on it, it almost seemed like all their behavior was just reactions to what they both had just kind of gotten out of. And as well, I mean, again, when it comes to these, this sort of milieu, it's like mm -hmm. if your dates, like I said, are involving the Met Gala and Mm -hmm. Your workplace romances at SNL. These are very, like, 1% yep. problems. But at the same time, you think, like, Pete Davidson, you know, losing his dad at a very young age, the stress that he must be under being yeah. sort of catapulted at so, such a young age onto such, like, a, a high-profile gig, and he's supposed to be, like, the next young thing. So he's under a lot of pressure. Then Cassie Davis the best will in the world your dad is like a comedy legend yep. she also must be quite insecure like he's in comedy does he like me for me or because my dad what he did yes, very much and then ariana grande child star mm -hmm. probably brings its own set of problems as well definitely and she's trying to break out from the whole child star, do that right she's not a disney kid but she might as well be breaking out of the whole disney mold and i'm a real woman do bear in mind, there's a lot, there's so much to cover with Ariana, but do bear in mind that the entire time that she is with Pete Davidson is when her album is about to come out. <laughs> and this is her album with all the songs like God is a Woman. It's kind of her most like sexually charged album yet. She's very much, I am here to be Ariana. And back to, and with poor Cassie, I mean, as you said, the pressure she has of her father. And she get, gets this dump text from Pete after it's endless up and down, up and down, up and down. And then within a couple of days, within a week or so, she's seen photos of them oh. everywhere. Lots of things he would do, we'll get to it, were very like, he wore Ariana's hairband, right, on his wrist. And he'd always told Cassie, I wear your hairband on my wrist, but I'm performing so that a part of you is always with me. So things he was doing things with Ariana, he'd done with Cassie about a week afterwards. 
So like I said, he has kissed Ariana, but we personally as viewers don't know that yet. Him and Ariana are clearly together, but visually we've only seen bits. It's just rumors at the moment, okay? The first time we actually 100% have definite, definite confirmation they are a couple is on May 30th, okay? So that's about two weeks from when he officially dumped Kazi. So before we move on to Ariana now, now you can decide who has done the best out of Kazi and Pete. But do you know what Kazi is up to lately, relationship-wise? Who do I hope she's with? I hope she's with Michael Palin. I'm trying to think of like the nicest boyfriend for her to have to teach me a lesson for being last... mean about a Nepo baby. Well, it's interesting because the last we heard from Kazi about her relationships, she's very, very private now. And the last we heard from her was in December 2021. And as far as we know, we being the viewing public, oh, rare, this is still happening. She's moved in with this graphic designer guy. They have a house in Pittsburgh. And his name is Miller McCormick. He is the brother of Mac Miller. <gasps> dun, 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 dun. Oh, Plot my twist. God. Apparently, when the whole Ariana Pete thing happened, Cassie and Mac kind of became friends in a kind of joint, like both of them were suffering from watching their exes now do this wild relationship. They got in touch. She ended up becoming very close with his family. When he passed away, she stayed in touch and now she's going out with his brother. Oh. And they now own a house together in Pittsburgh and are apparently very happy. That's gorgeous. I always think as well, when when somebody goes out with loads of celebrities and then Mm -hmm. you find out they're going out with a person with a regular job. Just a graphic designer. I just think it feels like they've graduated to a next level. It's like, good for them. You've you've done the work. And they've both gone super private. I did a lot of searching for this guy. I think there's one picture on her Instagram that I'm pretty sure is him in a mirror. I mean, they're very, very, very private. But she appears to be happily with... This Mr. McCormick graphic designer man in Pittsburgh, living a nice life, not listening to podcasts with two bitter old female comedians putting her down, just having a great time. So before we move on to going to to an Andy Warhol museum at the weekend, probably is hanging out with Larry whenever she just whenever she wants. Yeah, having a great time. She looks great as well. I'm a big fan of. She's she's just looking good. So in the big before we move on to the Ariana chaos. Who would you say in the big breakup of Cassie and Pete, it was a torturous breakup for her. Who do you think thrived and who merely, who merely survived? I can officially announce in that relationship breakup, she thrived, Pete merely survived. And he barely survived, if you ask me, <laughs> because what's coming up is barely him hanging on by a thread. <sighs> I'm with you. I think Cassie David is our, is our first thriver of this episode. Okay. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So now we move on to probably the most chaotic time in, uh, in Pete's relationship history, Ariana. Now, what do you know about the Pete-Ariana relationship? What are your thoughts on it? What were you doing? Were you aware of it? Were you watching it while it was happening? Were you invested? So this was during the sort of peak Pete Davidson, the Risha aura of comedy phase. So I felt like I liked... Ariana Grande, she was like mm-hmm. a cute little pop star, but I felt like he was, you know, punching a little bit and it felt like they got engaged super, super quickly and the whole thing felt like a little bit stressful mm-hmm. more than it needed to be. It felt very manic watching this relationship, very manic at the time. I can't go through every single moment of the relationship as much as I would want to. We could do a whole hour on just the speed at which these two moved to quickly go through it. They got together sometime in early May. What's interesting is they got engaged. They officially announced their engagement um, on June 11th, right? But if you look back, she was actually wearing the engagement ring on June 2nd at the Billboard Awards, but no one noticed it, but she was. We already knew they were together at this point, but no one knew she was wearing the engagement ring. Now, when they did get engaged, there was an interview with the designer of the ring, And he said the ring took two weeks to design and make. So she's wearing it June 2nd. That means at the latest, Pete got it and designed it around May 18th. They've kissed for the first time on May 7th. So this is how quickly, in 10 days, he's designing an engagement ring for her. Oh, no. He did say, he said in interviews that the day they met, he said, I will marry you tomorrow. And he really did mean that because he started getting engagement ring that quickly. He's not even a month out of his last relationship. And he's already getting an engagement ring. The tattoos start coming out. He starts getting the tattoos. The amount of time Pete Davidson has to get these tattoos is... I actually don't know how he does it. You know, people say, oh, um, you know, we have the same number of hours in the day as Beyonce and, oh, she does so much. Mm-hmm. I don't think Beyonce has got anything on Pete. I think Pete Davidson is the most hardworking person in America. I don't know how he packs in this much stuff in two days. With the therapy and the tattoos and the getting rid of tattoos and the meeting new girls and the getting engaged and going to Disneyland. He just does so much. So like I said, they apparently announced their engagement at Robert Pattinson's birthday party on oh June 9th. <laughs> Uh, to all their friends. They announce it publicly on June 11th. On June 17th, they move in together. And this is when they move in is when we're really off to the races in terms of the Pete and Ariana that we know because this is when we start seeing all of those pap pictures. You know, remember those pictures that were everywhere? I think so. I remember the huge, big, oversized hoodies and she always just looked so tiny and the really high boots she had thigh high boots and massive hoodies that was like her look and she did this kind of like sexy baby thing where she had (laughs) the high ponytail and the lollipop and the big sweater oh i'm so tiny this sweater is like so big on me and then next to her is this hulking six foot four giant guy he's now he's still on snl so he's on his tv all the time so now snl are making jokes about it yeah interviewed on seth meyers talking about how they're engaged it was a very, like, chaotic time for all of us. I can't imagine Can I what it was say, like for them. I hate, hate, I don't know why, I find it so smug and annoying uh-huh. when SNL makes jokes about the cast members' 
private life. And that was pretty much what they were... I mean, he didn't do it nonstop. If you watch back a lot of them, and I went to watch all of them back and the weekend updates, he's not every single thing. He's making jokes about, oddly enough, Kanye. One of his best jokes is about Kanye and stuff. Um, and he's being very funny, but there is reference to this at all times. And meanwhile, also, you have to remember... Ariana, like I said, is on her promo for this new album, Sweetener. I remember that the cover of that is her head upside down, and that was just everywhere. And so she's promoing this album. She's dating this Pete guy. They get engaged super fast. He's now going mental on um, SNL, you know, as in his fame has gone through the roof. Mm -hmm. Her fame has gone through the roof. She's releasing songs and becoming hit singles. There's so much happening. They were, it was like for about a month, two months, in the June, July of that summer, they were literally, I think, the most famous people in the world. I think I remember out of nowhere just Ariana Grande being it was like she took over like Rihanna went to yeah. have a nap or something That's... and then it was like Ariana Grande is now the most famous pop star in the world yeah and all her songs also were all everything was very sex based about their relationship mm -hmm. and her album she was very much like here I am having sex all the time and their relationship, this is when the whole BDE thing started, the whole big dick energy thing started oh, around this yeah. time. That all came out this summer. Everything about them was just, this is all, we're going crazy because we're just having sex all the time. And that's just sort of the vibe they were giving off to everyone. Was we're just banging constantly. You know whose take on this time and relationship I would pay money for? Jeanette McCordy. <laughs> oh, yes. Jeanette <laughs> I'm happy my mom is dead, McCordy. Is that who That's we're talking about? That's the one. I, cause she worked with Ariana Grande on at the Nickelodeon show. So I would have loved to have been in a WhatsApp group with her during this period. Anyway, I just imagine being their friends. Imagine being the people in their life. Well, actually, Grog, it's funny you mentioned that because this is the time of the podcast where I'm going to ask you, cast your mind back. Grania. Okay. To June of 2018. Okay? Oh, were we ever Where so were young? You? Were, were we ever so young? Can you remember that far back? Yeah. Um, and then I get a phone call. Then Am you I get gonna... a phone call from Ariana. She goes, Hi, Grania. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's Ariana. <laughs> I was wondering. Yeah. Me and Pete want to hang out with you. And he's like, Oh, hey, Ariana. Uh, pff, I'm like this total geek from Staten Island. Want to come hang out with you? And they invite you out. What do you imagine a night out? With Pete Davidson and Ariana at the height of their coupledom, June, July, 2018, what's happening? So, 2018, we are... Like, maybe, are you trying to make it about the year? That, that's I'm, I, 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 I'm trying to think of the big cultural moments. Like, we're all talking about, we've all got an opinion on the Irishman. We're all talking about the Irishman. Um... So I imagine they're in London. Trump's around. We've got Trump Trump's going. Trump's around. The beginning of Trump. Yeah. So I call around to their house, their big apartment in Hackney somewhere. Okay. So they're in London. Okay. I they're in it. London. Ha loads of um, paps outside. I mm -hmm. imagine she's mm -hmm. just wearing a hoodie. That's all she's wearing. And a pair of stiletto boots. Yep. She's got her hair in a high ponytail. Of course. And she's got like a little pair of cat ears. Oh, Definitely. So we're going to go to a comedy gig first. Okay. Is Pete performing? Pete's jumping on to of do a quick five minutes. Yeah, it's going down top secret. Yeah, it's going down top secret. It's tying out a few five minutes. And Ariana is dressed a bit like, just like baby Yoda. Yeah. She's just at the back. <laughs> <laughs> she's just, her voice is really gone. So she's yeah. just like hot honey and lemon and ginger. And she's just like, 
every now and then making a squeaking noise like a fire you know like a fire alarm that's running out battery yeah she's there and pete is like talking to the guys you know he's like he's saying i'm a I'm a comic. I'm just doing a comedy show. I'm doing a few comedy shows while I'm in town. And he jumps up on stage and then just just does crowd work for five yeah. minutes straight. No material whatsoever, just crowd work. Ariana doesn't laugh. She just blinks at the stage. And then when she gets up, he gets off, she goes, oh my God, that was amazing. That's amazing. You're so funny. Honestly, you're so funny. You're so funny. Are they going out afterwards? Are you going out dancing? I think we go to a private members club. Okay. Ariana is just like super, super quiet. Doesn't say anything. And Pete just goes, oh baby, baby's so tired. She's been working really hard. Oh baby, yeah. baby. I think their vibe is very much, Ariana just is really it's like really sweet and really nice, but just doesn't talk. And you end up kind of feeling like you have to like, hey, so are you going to go do any of the sites while you're in, in London? And yeah. she'll say something like, I'd really like to try some fish and chips while I'm yeah. here. Yeah. And then it's fun. It'll be yeah. fun. Yeah. I want to try some fish and chips. I feel like when they're together, it's just Pete talking and this is evident from if you go back and watch videos she put a lot of videos up at the time of them together and it was always her like on the bed of the hotel room where presumably they just had a massive sex session as usual mm. and it's him basically holding court like just all basically oh, doing material no. like talking about like harry potter they were really talking about oh, harry potter no. and talking about just him just talking about a song he's into and saying funny opinions about her being like oh my god yeah yeah and just doing that in the background and i feel like a di- night out with you three would just be that again, her sitting quietly while he like, I think he was just the first sort of super funny guy she'd been with. Yeah. And I guess having just been with Mac Miller, who seemed really fun and nice actually and lovely as a person, but obviously I think by the end of the relationship it was getting quite toxic and quite dark. I think having this guy just kind of laugh and make jokes about Harry Potter was probably just all she wanted. But I imagine a night out with you, I don't see her like bonding with you particularly no. making an effort. I think she'd just sit there. Isn't he funny? Oh my God, he's got the biggest deck. Yeah. That's all she would do. Does Ariana not have any female friends? Like who gets engaged after a month? I asked that question actually, female friend question about almost every girl that dates Pete from this point onwards because you do begin to question like, if you had friends where you're like girl no what do you don't do this in any case um they're still together they've been out with you in London he's yeah. done his five minutes at Top Secret they're very yeah. into karaoke this thing Evanescence at karaoke lot. they're that couple everything's going great then the cracks start to show right around the end of July oh, so oh, hang on so they've oh, been engaged two months for... in oh yeah. two months in around the end of July Things start, something starts happening, right? He deletes his Instagram, then gets it back, then deletes it. That starts happening. August, they kind of go a bit quiet, but they do go to the VMAs together. They're famously on the red carpet running around. They seem very happy, but it does seem like they're now in that phase of the relationship where either they're wildly happy or everything's falling apart. You know what I mean? They're that relationship. Well, you know, they're three months in. That's usual in a relationship. Yeah, three months (laughs) in. You know what I mean? September 7th is when Mac Miller overdoses and passes away, sadly. Which is a huge shock to everyone, to the music community, to his family, and of course to Ariana. Pete has since in interview said that when that happened, he knew that was the death knell of their relationship. That was he knew that they were never coming back from that. He very much said to her at the time, apparently, listen, I'm here for as long as you want me to be here and I'll step away whenever you want me to step away. 
But he knew mm, this is it. She fell into a very dark place. She got very upset. She canceled a lot of her concerts. It was a difficult time for poor little Ariel. There's a lot to deal with, right? Mm. Do you so, think, so, sorry Tudor, do you think it was like she was maybe deluding herself that she had moved on from Max Miller and then when he when he died, she was Mac like, Miller, oh, Max. oh, Max Miller, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> but do you think she was like, deluded because she was like oh this is fun i don't you know this is what relationship would be la 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 and then when he died she was like oh you know the reality of like maybe the last relationship was much more serious than she realized what she had with pete she talks about that in a vogue interview she did after her and pete split up and she says that she said like the whole situation with pete was and she says, and I quote, I was very much in love with him and I knew nothing about him. It was that kind of just, just. it was very much like that young, the kind of feeling you have on a first date, that was their entire relationship. It seems really obvious looking back now that was going on. So after Mac Miller, it, it goes very quiet between them. It becomes clear things aren't working out. And they officially call the engagement off October 14th. So about a month later, they call the engagement off. And that's kind of the end of that of those two. She releases Thank You Next, which is a banger. Mm -hmm. She releases that pretty soon after they they split. She'd already written the songs on her album. This is what's so crackers is that she had the whole album launch happening and yet still managed to write new songs. Very J-Lo. And you know how J-Lo had the four Ben song on her album and then they broke up? Ariana has a song called literally just Pete Davidson on her album. So they split up. She brings out thank you next he starts bringing it up on his stand-up not being too difficult but he mentions it he talks about it a bit he makes jokes about it. he's quite, very funny she makes some instagram comments saying to him oh you know if you're so into privacy why do you keep talking about me it gets a little bit snarky but only for a bit they have since both had nothing but positive things to say about each other he's several times over said you know she's an incredible person i wish her nothing but the best You'd be happy to hear that Ariana since found love with a real estate agent, and we know how we feel about normal people, named um, Dalton Gomez. Uh, they got together in January of 2020, thereabouts. They got engaged in December of that year, and they were married on May 2021, and they are still together now. She seems very happy with him. They don't talk about each other very much publicly. We don't see them very often. They're a very private couple, but she seems to have very much settled down. So, so far... All the exes of Pete seem to find, like, the one they want to be with and settle down pretty well after him. In the great breakup of Ariana Grande and Pete Davidson, mm -hmm. who thrived and who merely survived? I think Pete Davidson is emerging as, like, a Mary Poppins figure in these women's lives. He's not there forever. He's just there to sort of sort them out and get them ready for the relationship that will nourish them best. So I think in this breakup arianda thrived and pete davidson merely survived and survive he did and this is when this is when we start i'm going to whiz through these next ones because we haven't got time because this is when we really now we're off to the races this is now the pete davidson season of oh my god this is how he gets the reputation he has now is this montage are we montaging yeah, this, is a, this is a montage though. so they they split up in october right by january of the following year we see him dating little miss kate beckinsale she's 45 he's 25 everyone goes crazy about the uh, age difference he makes some wonderful jokes about how it's okay for men to do it he's a very clever bit on snl about that you would love it we have the iconic makeout pictures of them at the new york rangers hockey game where everyone thinks it looks like a mom dating her daughter's dealer 
It's a great stuff. And next to her is Anthony from the um, Five Gays for a Straight Guy. What's the show called? Queer Eye. Queer Eye, sorry. Anthony from Queer Eye is next to them the whole time. They're making out. It's very awkward. It becomes a meme. Great stuff. They're together for about four months till about April. She's, as far as we know, still single. Very quickly. Grania, who thrived, who survived? Kate Beckinsale, Kate, Kate Beckinsale always thrives. Always thrives. So that ends in April. By August, we see him with his second Nepo baby, Margaret Qualley, who was the daughter of... Uh, Andy Dowell. Andy McDowell. Andy makes a second Nepo, Nepo baby. They're together for about three months. There's photos of them in Venice. He, once again, has nothing but wonderful things to say about her since. She has since engaged to Jack Antonoff, ex of Lena Dunham. That's where she is now. But they're together, yeah, about three months in the great breakup of Margaret Qualley and Pete Davidson, who thrived, who survived. I thought she was great in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, so I'm going to say she thrived, he oh, nearly she survived. She's also great in Made, highly recommend it. They break up in October. In the same month of October, we see him with his third Nepo baby, Kaya Gerber, who was the daughter of who? Cindy Crawford. Cindy Crawford, one of the greatest models of all time. They're together for about three months. It's fair to say, to put it politely, Kaya Gerber's parents, Miss Cindy Crawford and Randy Gerber, were not very happy about this. <laughs> they intervened somewhat, one could say. They break up around December, January time. She is since, as far as I know, with Elvis himself, Austin Butler, who I think it's safe to say is about to win an Oscar, perhaps. In the great breakup of Kaya Gerber and Pete Davidson, who thrived, who survived? I would say uh, she thrived, baby, and he simply survived. I mean, she's Kaya Gerber. Look at her. She's always going to be the one thriving. So this, And also, this is around the time where now everyone's like, how is Pete Davidson doing this? How is he getting these women? How is he doing this? It's insane. He actually takes a break now. In January 2020... Doing the research, I was like, oh, God, Pete took a real, like, a year off. This is, and then I remembered, no, 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 just the pandemic happened. That's all that happened. <laughs> it was just the pandemic, because bang on March 2021, as soon as he was let out, he was straight back to it. <laughs> That's all that happened. And he was back to it with Phoebe Dynevor, am I saying her name correctly? Oh, from yeah. of, of Bridgerton fame, if you recall. They're together from about March to August so of she 2021. famously is the daughter of Sally Webster. Oh, so we have a fourth Nepo baby. She's a Nepo baby. Fourth Nepo baby. He really knows what he's doing. And we see them in Manchester. We see them in Stoke-on-Trent. He comes to these shores. You know, we're all very... He finally is here. The famous photos of them at Wimbledon, iconically, where he's wearing like a beaded necklace and nail polish. Looks about 12 years old. Great pictures. He's the only person not dressed up to be at Wimbledon. And we're really at the height now of how is Pete Davidson doing this? There's articles written about him. The BDE stuff is still in the conversation. I think what you said earlier on about how these women sort of use him to get over previous things seems to be what is happening. I think all these women just need someone to tell them, oh my God, you're beautiful. Oh my God, you're beautiful. Oh my God, I think you're incredible. And after a few months of that, that's it. They're done. They're done with it. They don't need it anymore. She is since, um, there's rumors that she's with uh, Andrew Garfield, but those have not been confirmed. I would love that if she was, even though he is the man who famously let Emma Stone slip through his fingers. He should never be forgiven for that. But in the great breakup of Phoebe Dynevor and Pete Davidson, who do you think thrived, who merely survived? Well, I'm going to say in this one, Pete thrived because he probably got to meet Sally Webster. So I'm going to I say agree. he thrived and she survived. I think you're right. I think you're right. They break up in August. In October, he starts dating... <laughs> Do you know who we start dating in oh, October of 2021? Are we there? Yes. We are there. No one thinks it's real, but a set of pictures comes out with him on a roller coaster on Halloween night, October 31st, 2021. And he's sat next to and is holding hands with who, Grania? 
Is it a little lady called Kim Kardashian? It is a woman, a 40-year-old woman called Kim Kardashian. Technically, a fifth Nepo baby, really, if we want to go with it. So he's really into Nepo babies. And this, of course, is the big pig, Pete and Kim. What do you? What are your thoughts about the Pete and Kim relationship? Okay, I have several thoughts. One, I just think, is it a press thing? It's, okay. Is it, is it, has he become like a brand so that people are like, we want to get other stories about ourselves in the news, we'll link them to Pete Davidson's, mm-hmm. so like slightly cynical. And then again, and we've talked about this before, this whole thing of like Pete Davidson as this gawky, like your friend's weird brother, mm-hmm. when actually he's like one, a huge celebrity. So, and I'm sure, like, he's he's very successful. So I'm sure in real life, he's incredibly charismatic, very charming, mm-hmm. funny. He's not bad looking. So why is it like, oh, this is so crazy that you would go out with him? It's like, well, he's an A-list celebrity. So it's not there really was. that strange. I 100% agree. I remember this conversation. I'm so glad you said all that because... I cannot stand this idea. Oh, how did Pete deal with it? It's like, look at him. How did he not? Of course he did it. He's not bad looking. Just because boys don't find him hot, boys think that only like a Chris Evans is what women should find hot or a Hemsworth. If you're not a Hemsworth or a Chris Evans, no one can find you hot. But newsflash, that's not the way this works. Yeah. Kim had just been once again in a massively toxic, difficult relationship and once again, she probably just wanted someone to come along and say, you know what, I think you're incredible, I think you're smart, I think you'd be all the things you probably hadn't heard for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And here was Pete Davids, happily, happy to oblige and do that. Mm-hmm. Took her out to pizza in Staten Island, which I did love. They hang out lows. No one can believe it. Do you remember that part of the beginning of the relationship where everyone denied him? Oh, no, they're just having sex. Oh, no, it's not really a real couple. Do you remember that? Yeah, it was like it was like a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Like, forget, forgot, forget about Pizzagate. This was the real Pizzagate. This, this was the new one. They start. It's around sort of January, February, I think, that we start getting their keys. That no, no, no. These she, this, They go Instagram official. They're definitely together. And then, of course, there is, iconically, the Met Gala, where oh. she goes as Marilyn, the Marilyn dress, Marilyn dress gate, where yeah. they're going. Also, I think the third person in the relationship at this time is really Kanye West. He was dealing with a lot of his own stuff, so his Instagram stuff he wrote about Pete. There was a lot, a lot, Well, a lot really, happening. there was four people in the relationship. Talk to me. Because we are forgetting about friend of the pod... Uncut Uncut Jams. (laughs) Julia Fox. Julia Julia Fox Fox was was involved because she was seeing that Kim was happy with Pete and she was like, how do I protect these two young couple? I know I will step in and distract Henry. Julia Fox, who I think for a second there was almost auditioning to be the female Pete Davidson. Like, I'll come in and I'll sort everyone out. Yeah. And and then she was, I don't want to do that because that involves having to hang out with a bunch of straight men I don't like very much. And so she now just hates men, (laughs) which I love. (laughs) And she went a whole different direction. Kim and Pete, it's getting pretty, it was getting pretty big. He got a branding. He got her initials. He got her kids' initials. He got that tattoo that said, my girl's a lawyer, which is number one, just not actually factually correct at all. Kim Kardashian is not a lawyer. And by the way, can I just take a little break here? Robert Kardashian did not get his money from being a lawyer. Robert Kardashian ran, he's a businessman. He ran a music company. Do you know the music they play in movie theaters before the movie comes on? Oh, like, yeah, sort of like 
you know, like lift music. Or even like pop songs. That was Robert Kardashian's idea. He thought of that. He thought of that. He started a company called Music Tunes. They made all their money from that. This revisionist history that Robert Kardashian was a massive lawyer. He studied law and practiced for like five years and then got into the music industry. And that's where he made all his money. She just blew the dust off his law degree when OJ got in trouble so he could be with him because he was his friend. And they were friends. Why? Because they were both rich. That was it. Juice, man. Juice, Juice. man, I'll help you out. (laughs) It really matters to me. And she was not a lawyer either. But what were your main thoughts about Pete and Kim and what you think they did for it? Do you think it shifted the way that we as a viewer saw him? Do you think it shifted the way we saw her? I, it kind of made Kim seem more interesting, I think. I agree. I just thought, oh, yeah, more interesting. It kind of was like, oh, I began to imagine her as having a personality Uh rather than just an image. Yep, I agree. They seem to be very happy. He almost was on her show a little bit. And in general, with all of these girls he gets with, he does always say the same thing. Pete is someone who really wants to be in a relationship. He's desperate to have a child. He really wants to have kids a lot. He says this all the time. He wants to, quote, give someone else the childhood I never had, as in be a father to someone, because he never had a father, obviously. He loves to have kids. He wants to give love a lot. But he does say that he's quite intense with a relationship and that it can be a lot for women to deal with, that he was very much kind of just comes out with love immediately, wants to love them all the time, and is very into them, very open about it, which I think must be very appealing to a lot of women in the beginning, Mm. but might get a bit much two or three months in. But Kim lasted almost a year. They were together for nine months before breaking up. But it's kind of unclear what really went wrong there. What do you think happened between Kim and Pete? I think I thought he seemed quite tender towards her. So it felt like, you know, you you start a hobby and you go, oh, I'm all into pottery now. Oh, my God. Just I just want to talk about pottery. I'm not happy unless I'm at my wheel. And then for six months, you're like, this is my new identity. I am into pottery. And then one morning you wake up and you think, oh, why? No, I, don't... I never liked pottery. Why what? have I done this? Yeah, this is. And I feel like she always, Kim had always been with these really alpha, high status glamorous men mm-hmm. and she was like oh no I love this is so he's really sweet it's really nice blah 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 I can hang out at the comedy cellar but do you think it was like Pete was like a very high maintenance dog and yeah. maybe there was a time in her life where she had that energy to give him but she's very very busy and you know blah 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 whether you think you know whatever you think of her as a I mean, she gets up to work every day, guys. She gets up to work every day. And no one else likes to work. So she's busy working. I would say, in fairness to her, she is a busy person and she's got kids. I would say that. Maybe after a while she was, you know, just like, maybe she was just like, I don't have the emotional bandwidth to deal with this and I cannot sit at the back of the comedy cellar while men... With Chris Rock and Bill Chris, yeah, explaining comedy to me. Maybe she just was like... (laughs) No. <laughs> maybe she genuinely or maybe it was just the Aladdin thing remember they met when they had the first yeah. kiss of Jasmine and Aladdin 
And she was just living a little jasmine fantasy yeah. and she realised she put the genie back in the bottle. And the realized, genie went back in the bottle, baby. But I think you calling him a high-maintenance dog I think is actually the most apt phrase. You've really reduced him to three words, but it's completely perfect. <laughs> I think he loves you deeply and a lot, but you've got to pick up all shit after him all the time. You've yeah. got to feed him constantly. you got yeah. to take him to the vet. He keeps getting sick. There's a lot going on. You love this dog, but oh my God. It's, and he's just a dog that keeps being put back in the shelter. They keep thinking, we found the one. No, she's brought him back. Sorry, he was great, but I, I, even I can't deal with him. So they split up around, uh, around October, just gone, of uh, 20. 22 and what do you think who do you think thrived and survived from this one from the big split of Kim K and Pete Davidson oh that's this is hard so I would say I would have to say Kim thrived because I just think she's a more resilient person and I think it made her brand it shifted her brand a little bit and I think it was like he held on for as long as he could, but we all knew it wasn't going to last. So Did I you think... ever for a second think that it was going to last? No. Have you ever thought that about any of his relationships? <sighs> I thought maybe, maybe the little lassie from Bridgerton. <laughs> <laughs> Phoebe. That could have been the one you thought. Yeah, maybe. Because, okay. you know, they were sort of like, at the time, similar levels of fame, kind of, and... She seems like she comes from a good sort of family background, so could give him a bit of stability. But Kim and Pete, you never saw it happening, and you think in the, in the time gone, Kim's the one, Kim's the one thriving. It was like, oh, that's still happening. That was always my reaction whenever I saw them together. We're getting close to, uh, we're getting close, we're getting up to, we only have two left now. <laughs> oh my God. We only have two left. Have, these ones were really wasn't through as well. Because now we have the one that I don't think actually happened. Do you know who that is from between November and oh, December of 2022? Emily something or other. She's the, Emily the Radikowski. That's Emily Radikowski. They went to a basketball game. They just went to a basketball game once, but there was nothing happening here. There's an iconic video. I highly recommend all of you look up to find them very much staging their paparazzi pictures. She's not a good actress, unfortunately. It's really embarrassing. I don't buy this for a second. She is now apparently, according to her podcast, on dating apps. She's doing fine. So who do you think thrived and survived in that one? <laughs> I'm going to say Pete thrived because, I think Pete thrived. you know, he bounced back after Kim and, you know, got to go to a basketball game. Got to go so, to a basketball game. We're on to the final, we're on, we're on oh the home stretch now. God. Because, I don't know if you're even aware of this, but they split, split, I'm saying inverted commas, in December, just before Christmas. We're now we're recording this, as of recording, this is coming out, of course, before the day of Love Valentine's Day. But as of recording this, a couple of weeks prior, he's presently dating, do you know this? No. He is presently dating Chase Sweet who's an actress who was in the film Bodies, 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 who came out last year. Any of this ring a bell? Grania's making a face, listeners, of complete bewilderment. But there's a film called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies last year. It was a pretty massive film. Grania's not into that. It wasn't about anyone Irish, so she didn't watch it. <laughs> no. But um, they were in this together. Presumably they stayed friends. There's photos of them on a roller coaster. Again, he has this very similar date phase. Roller coasters, sports games, beaches. That's his vibe. And just yesterday, photos of them came out again of them in Hawaii, on the beach together. That's where you saw his tattoos that are now going. They're both reps are denying it, but there's photos of them kissing and making out. So it seems to be about a month in, which means by the time this comes out, they're either going to be pregnant, married, both. Who knows? 
obviously you haven't got much of an opinion on Chase and Pete, I presume. You don't even know who she is. I love it. I love them. Because it sounds like she's not mega, mega famous. Nope. She's in the business. Mm-hmm. Been through enough of the sort of uh, washing machine cycle mm-hmm. of crazy you know, tabloid attention. So hopefully he's learned lessons from that. He'll keep this more private if he wants. I mean, he just seems if, to be. If, if you, I mean, there's nothing wrong. If your career is your main goal, there's nothing wrong with like playing the game and having a big celebrity power couple moment. Gorgeous. It's a public service. But I think after a while that must get quite draining. So it'd be nice if he wants to have something a bit more emotionally meaningful away from the spotlight then Mm -hmm. i'm glad he's found it we hope he's found it yes he turns pete davidson turns 30 this year he'll be turning 30 oh my god he's not even 30 he'll be turning 30 in november of this year this is how much he's he's i can't when i think about that my that's more that's a bigger deal to me than his comedy career being where it is at his age the amount he has packed in into basically less than a decade God of bless women him. of relationships he's done so much for our podcast he's done so much for celebrity but culture but isn't, isn't it great i was just thinking he's basically it's rare for a male celebrity to have mm-hmm. the sort of persona that he has because usually it would be like a Britney or a Lindsay or a Paris Hilton but I think it's great that there's a male celebrity who's more well known for his love life the only the female celebrity he's most like in terms of being more famous for relationships is of course Miss Taylor Swift and if you think about how Taylor Swift has been treated about how she can't keep a guy why can't she keep a guy what's wrong with her and made fun of for you know writing songs about her relationships and dating non-stop and oh Taylor and she's settled down now we realize that but it's interesting how she was viewed whereas Pete Davidson is just like practically give him a high five on the street well done man you got all these hot girls how amazing it's incredible and yeah. he's, his whole thing is I just love too much he's saying precisely what Taylor Swift says I love being in a relationship. I love too much. I love being in a couple. I don't really enjoy being single. I don't really like one night stands. I like to like fall in love and be in a couple. It's exactly the same, but we somehow find it adorable and sweet and cute when a guy does it. And by we, I mean the public, me and Grania find it cute when everyone does it. But but when but when yeah when when a girl does it, they're very much uh, they're very much insulted for it and told that there there's a problem with them and they can't keep a guy on the ground. Yeah. Where it's, do you see Pete going from this? I hope he enters his cottage core phase. Interesting. So okay. he just goes upstate New York, grows apples, writes a book of comedy essays. Okay. And then I would love for him to, you know, obviously it'd be nice for everybody to have sort of an emotional stability and mm-hmm. happiness. But I would also love for him to just fulfill all the potential and all the expectations so if he came back with an amazing hour of stand-up it's his final year at snl this year he's leaving snl this oh he's year, gone no he's he's left he's gone he's done he's, he's, done. he's already done so he's gone and i should say now um as we're doing this as a valentine's special and as it's pete davidson i think Every Valentine's Day should be a Pete Davidson special <laughs> where we check in and see what Pete's been up to in the yeah. previous year. <laughs> because God knows, after all, we're saying hunker down, do the hour, cottage core, but we all know it's not going to happen. So let's just see how he starts his 30s, where yeah. we see him next year, what, we ha- what the plans are for Pete, where he ends up. He's our Cupid. He's the Cupid that keeps this podcast going. People like him 
are what we need. People that go through, without him, half of these girls, we wouldn't know who they are. Let's be yeah. honest. He's the fourth emergency service for women. That's what we've been saying. Grania has been saying that since we started, and that remains the case today still. <laughs> Do you have any final thoughts for our Valentine's special? Did you enjoy the Valentine's special? I what are your thoughts? absolutely loved it. I cannot believe you? he went through all of that in 10 years. It really puts my 20s in Less than 10 years. Tra- we started oh in 2015. God. We started in 2015. God bless him. I want to find out, like, is he on a tonic or what What supplements he's taking? Weed. What's his med- weed. <laughs> it's just weed. Apparently, apparently this is what it does to you. I thought it made you slow down. I think yeah, it gives you a lot like- of energy, apparently. We're here for it. Well, thank you for joining us here today. Oh, Grania. thank you. Um, before you go, there is one final question, Grania. And as a guest of this podcast... I mean, I feel like it's only fair that we ask you the same question that we ask all our oh guests my God. on this podcast. There's a certain lady out there <gasps> who is the patron saint of this podcast. And me and my co-host don't necessarily think <laughs> that she has to be in a relationship or that she needs to be with one. We simply think she deserves, much oh like Pete, God. she deserves to be loved. So, Grania. Put your thinking cap on. Can you think of someone to level up to the one, the only, Cher? Who would it be? (laughs) This is really funny watching you do this. (laughs) Okay, this is, I've probably changed my mind. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. Remember what you said. Go with your gut. He's my big celebrity crush. So as an actor. I think I know what's coming. I'm going to say Stephen Colbert. That's not what I thought was coming. That's a good one. Oh my God, I have such a crush on Stephen Colbert. He's very intelligent and he's very funny and he's a very moral, wise person and he yep. seems very kind and I think he's very confident in himself and I think he would love sure and he would get sure and I think he would be very supportive. Of, but he's kind of like, in my head, he's quite like conservative with a very small C. So he'd be very like steady but yep. also, he's got that razzle-dazzle. He loves musicals. He loves sure. show business. So can we I'll... discuss that her name would be Cher Colbert? <laughs> <laughs> I think for that reason alone, this should be happening. <laughs> Cher Colbert. Cher Colbert. I love yeah. it. I'm here for it. Good answer, Grania. Thank you so much for being here today. I do hope you enjoyed this. I know I did. And finally, happy Valentine's Day, my love. Happy Valentine's Day, baby. Happy Valentine's Day to all our listeners. Thank you so much. Goodbye. The Way They Were is an Amanda Redman production produced by Abby Weaver and Amanda Redman. We want to hear your celebrity couple crush. So email us on thewaytheywerepod at gmail.com or find us on Twitter at thewaytheywerepod and we're on Instagram at thewaytheywerepodcast. Thanks to you for listening. Until the next time, goodbye. Goodbye. The The way they were. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.